My name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a retro gaming podcast extrasode. Yes, and this week we are reading your responses to Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, last episode we talked about that, the uh, sequels and spinoffs and stuff, and now we want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, but first let's have a little bit of follow-up. Mm-hmm. So at some point in the previous episode, I talked about some Dreamcast game called Element something or other. That was not it. It's Evolution, World of Sacred Device. World of Sacred Device. Yep. Anime Plu Perfect. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. The, uh, yeah. So uh, if you're interested in that, if you're, if you're really keeping up on, on tossed off things said from over a month ago uh, or, you know, about a month ago, uh, definitely check out the show notes <laughs> for this. Yeah, I decided um, I wanted to put it, put it out there. Don't worry. No, it's okay. I'm just, I'm just funning. <laughs> Are you okay? Are you okay? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Um, so, so the uh, Sporky McForkison says, contact. Um, I haven't played Final Fantasy Fables yet, but after hearing you guys talk about it, I ordered a copy because I like a really good 3D roguelike. If you or any of your lis- ever listeners are ever interested in a somewhat similar sounding one, I'd suggest Azure Dreams for the PS1. It's a 3D roguelike slash dating sim. Interestingly, Azure Dreams has only one dungeon in the whole game. You start every time you enter at the first floor of level one, but your familiars, monsters you hatch from eggs, plus your star familiar who can speak English only at the very beginning and the end, retain their levels. Uh, You have to find and upgrade equipment and slowly grind XP for your familiars to get to higher levels while doing a Harvest Moon-style dating sim and spending money upgrading the town because no one else will bother between dungeon runs. I put hundreds, maybe thousands of hours into the game, and I love it every time I come back. I highly recommend it to anybody looking for a new addiction. I always get Azure Dreams and Alundra mixed up in my head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are those are very different. Um, Alundra is that like isometric mm-hmm. platformer, which like no, <laughs> no rare, no, no ultimate play the game. Um, the uh, I talked about Azure Dreams that is in the show notes after the last episode, which I know I have played, and then I looked at the footage I put in the show notes and remembered a little mm-hmm. bit of it. But I played it definitely before I knew what a roguelike was, yeah, or uh, why this was nece- why this was neat. Yeah, same thing with uh, with Elemental. Not Elemental. Fuck, why did I do that again? Evolution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just covered well, it. They both, they both sound like E's. Yep. So, yeah. Well, one is a David Duchovny movie from 2000. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was a three-eyed alien is the, the logo. Mm, yeah. Uh, let's see here. So actual responses about amnesia. James Robinson writes in via Facebook saying, I played up to the part where I saw a piano, walked away, then five minutes later heard a piano playing, turned off, uninstalled, cried in the corner with all the lights on. That's uh, you ain't seen nothing yet, but <laughs> yeah, it's a ooh a piano. Um, no, I'm not making fun of you, James. Um, that is a common story. Like you put out to the uh, to the Facebook group saying, "Hey, how do you guys play? Uh, how do you guys play horror games?" Um, and aside from the one response, which I really loved, which is naked and fully erect, um, yeah. most <laughs> yeah. of them said either with a friend or with the lights on. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Um, like I don't, uh, I turn the volume up and I play alone. I don't play with a friend. But I don't uh, – I can't do the headphones in the dark. Yeah. I was thing. I was upset because, you know, like whenever I play a game for the show, I have to take copious notes. Or mm-hmm. I don't have to. I choose to. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, that is not something you can do with the lights off. So I had to yeah. – uh, I'd have my lamp on, which significantly dampened the experience. You could have got a cool oil lamp. Ooh, yeah. Burn, year, that would have been – Burn my fucking house down. 
Yeah, and a cool way to add to the ambience by burning your house <laughs> yeah. down. You're looking for a way to add ambience to your gaming sesh? I'm done with this apartment. Burn your fucking house down. <laughs> Clawed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Part of the fire on the floor and eat it like an animal. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it would be kind of a cool, like, uh, live action role playing theater kind of thing. To just you know, be, like, walk into a building and have somebody set it on fire? Yeah, I am a fireman. <laughs> My character's a fireman. He has gray eyes and steel blue hair. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Um, Christopher says via contact. It actually took me forever to play through it the first time. Even at the beginning, I had no idea when the first monster would actually start coming after me. So I did the old quit, quit, quit as quickly as I could, even though I was still completely safe. And then once the inevitable happened, I still ended up playing in quick segments, often quitting and then popping in a comedy DVD while trying to forget what happened. And even then, I knew nothing until I got to the choir. Fuck that place. Even though I didn't personally find the ending all that incredible, the journey still stands as one of the most terrifying experiences I've had in a game. It's interesting. I was already familiar with Frictional and their Penumbra games, but even those didn't prepare me for it. At least in those, I could try to defend myself with a hammer if need be. <laughs> when they stripped even the crappiest weapons against monsters away from me, it left me with nothing but booking it to the closet or to darkness. Amnesia is totally the high watermark for horror games for me. Yeah. <laughs> the, the quick, quick, quit thing. I don't, I don't understand that. Like I, like I understand wanting to get away as, as fast as possible, but does, does quitting to the desktop make the monsters go away um like yeah i mean I, like you're not playing then so I, I you're guess. not dealing with the thing i i will i do things i don't quit but i pause right like i pause and walk and remind myself that i'm in a room uh-huh. like pause and walk over to a to my bed and pet my cat for a little bit yeah that's what i do but that's i think it's more like you just quit because you're like i'm not gonna play this, this is too scary but then you're drawn back in yeah yeah i just close my eyes yeah, even, well, even, even if I die, like okay, I close my eyes and then I, yeah, I just when I open them it. up, I'm alive again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Clo- closing your eyes is scarier for me because I can imagine things like you know, yeah. looking around. Yeah, around like, the door gonna, like why don't you just like die for the power cord? Yeah, <laughs> why don't you just set your computer on fire? You stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just. I just like be reasonable about this horror, about this totally irrational thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, to- yeah. I'm totally just playing yeah. this up. It's fine. I also am not calling anybody a stupid fuck and yeah. also don't want anyone to set their computer on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you need that to download the show and also to enjoy games and do fun stuff. Possibly yeah. work. Yeah. Need some water. Don't let the motherfucker burn. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sam writes in via contact saying, just finish him. Oh, were, were you finished with that one? I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Okay. Yep. Sam writes in via contact saying, just finish Amnesia, and above everything else, the game does right. There's one thing that I absolutely loved. The early level where you run through flooded rooms chased by an invisible monster. That monster is never a threat again in the game, but it makes every water section of the game tense as hell, whether or not you're in any real danger. Also, I applaud the creators of Amnesia the Dark Descent for not being afraid to show a couple of dicks. Uh, I not made... the movie. <laughs> like, let's, let's not show that. A couple of dicks. Is that a, is that a thing? I think it was. I think it's actually the like the name, the original name of Kevin Smith's shitty cop oh, movie. Man, oh, uh, what was that? Cop hard. Cop out. Yeah, cop out. Okay. Cop hard. Yeah, I like that. I like the, like cop hard. Cop yeah, well, it had Bruce Willis in it, didn't it? Like, yeah. As long as that was dialogue, I would dig it. <laughs> I like cop hard and like quotation marks more than I like it in t- italics. 
moving on a couple of dicks not afraid to show a couple of dicks i made sure to take a screenshot of the griepa's head right next to alexander's old man wiener uh, which i assume everyone else did during the final scene of the game i i used it as a centered in front of the penis which is very funny this little screaming old man instead of a dick um the bit about the water is totally true because uh, the as we mentioned in the in the episode, um, the water monster can show up again, but if he he doesn't, and he didn't for me this playthrough, mm-hmm. but every single time I had to traverse the sewers, I sprinted like fucking crazy, mm-hmm. like expecting to hear a splashing behind me. Yeah. So that's such a good gameplay thing. Like set up something as dangerous and then just play with expectations for it's, the next six hours. It's aversion therapy, right? Yeah, it's it's really good. That's yeah. excellent. Yeah. Like, well, Maggie isn't afraid of bunnies. <laughs> she will be. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry, Sam. Uh, the, the the preferred nomenclature is ding-dong. Yeah. <laughs> so, At least on, when they're dead. Yeah. They're dicks and then they become ding-dongs. It's like yeah. how. Yeah. How um, <laughs> you know, women become banshees and men become zombies. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's like in Castle Freak. You know, when he's alive, he rips off his dick. But once it's ripped off, it becomes a ding-dong. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the candy snack treat. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> like the Little Debbie treat. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm always, uh, like whenever we play a PC game that's on Steam, and I'm mm-hmm. playing it along, and I see the little uh, little notification that pops up saying so-and-so is playing so-and-so, like watching mm-hmm. people play along is super, like, heartening. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, this, is, this is a good one. It's not like we, like, tricked you into playing Sword of Mana or something. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, finally, Chase Greenlee says via contact. Via Facebook, I'm sorry. Oh, via, via Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um I was excited to hear that Amnesia was picked and played for the show. The excitement quickly soured and turned to fear that reminded me that I never actually beat it. I wimped out at around the four-hour mark and didn't look back. As a favor to myself, I took the plunge back in and was happy I did. As of writing this, I have made it to the choir, and everything from the tension to the sound design has been an absolute treat. There's one thing that stuck, uh, stuck with me, though, and that is the depictions of torture. When I was in college, I took a violence in art history class, or violence in art history class, uh, why I was just thinking of it as being a violent in art history. <laughs> yeah. It was like, just an art history class, except instead of books, they had, it, like flails and shit. Yeah. Or it's about art history classes. <laughs> like it, it is a class about violence in art history. The class. <laughs> they, um, they learned about transepts and naves and then yeah. things took a dark turn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Chase continues. While I expected it to be a semester long examination of censorship in different cultures, we ended up spending a lot of time talking about methods of torture and execution in Italy. Going through these areas near the end has actually proved uh, to be a grisly pop quiz. The wheel, the saw, the brazen goddamn bull, all actual things we did to people, often in a public setting. Mm. I'm putting the game down again for a few days, partially because I need to cool off from all of that, and partially because I'm pretty sure I left uh, part of the orb back in the choir, and even without the torture areas, that place is too spooky. Yeah, go back. You're, like, right there, man. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're very close to the end. Yeah. And hopefully he's already done so by the time he's heard this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you didn't just, like, I'm just going to let them, I'm at the end, I'm just going to let these guys read the end to me. <laughs> you guys take it. Yeah. Pick it up um, from here. Yeah. yeah, so thanks, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I uh, I would like you to uh, to go back and play that, Chase. And uh, everybody, if you have uh, things to say about Super Metroid, a mm-hmm. game that, uh, strangely enough, also kind of scary in places, <laughs> um, hit us up at duckfeed.tv forward slash contact or things to say about Katamari Damacy. Or Harvest Moon or SimCity for the SNES. Yeah, you have a, you have a array of choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really appreciate you uh, responding and, and participating. Yeah. And uh, we hope that you continue to do so. Yeah. So you guys know the usual things. We've been recording for a good long while. We just appreciate you listening and your support. 
Absolutely. And here are some very brief deleted scenes because I still have to record Teenage Dirtbags after this. 420 sh- plays it. A show you should listen to. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to Teenage Dirtbags, especially these next couple episodes are going to come out where I'm super exhausted and just kind of nodding <laughs> into the microphone. <laughs> and I'll say this. We, we don't often talk about recording peculiarities uh, on mic, but uh, Gary has been great about recording this earlier than usual because of my move. So thank you, oh. Gary. Yeah, no problem. Well, let's save save your thanks for when I wake up at, at 5 a.m. to record with body <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Um, happy uh, to do it. But, yeah. boy, Australia, guys. Time zones. <laughs> Fucking farmers. <laughs> <They're>, yeah. um, <laughs> do your farming at night, Australia. <laughs> uh, Good night, everybody. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I look forward to spending some real time with it. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can give you a recommendation real quick, too, mm-hmm. that is unrelated. Um, the hardcore, we talked about this, I think, but that Hardcore Gaming 101. Yeah. Um, they put out a couple of books, and I downloaded their um, guide to graphic adventures. Mm. And it's phenomenal. Oh, wow. Like, it's, it's really good. I was expecting it to be kind of dry. Um, but it's like 700 pages, like 750 pages or something. And I'm like... I'm just going to like kind of flip through this on the toilet and never pay any mind. And I've just been reading it cover to cover and I'm 250 pages in, which, uh, you know, is, is significant. Yeah. And, uh, it's great. Like it is really, really interesting. Hmm. So and it's like a $5 PDF, uh, download if you've got like a, a reader and I think you can do like the ebook version as well Yeah. for that. Um, does, uh, yeah. does, does the PDF have like graphics? Is there cool layout stuff for that? Um, there is just like screenshots. But I think that's all that's in any version okay. of it is just like, you know, occasional illustrative screenshots. It's essentially like articles from the site, but with slightly fewer screenshots and a lot more text. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Yeah, I guess. So I paid it, you know, like I, I obviously go to that site to research particular games when they, you know, when we cover mm-hmm. them or even just to see what's new. Um, I didn't realize that they, I'm looking at it on Amazon. They actually like they, uh, I, I can't get this book for like, yeah. In uh, in in print too, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, I didn't realize that they were that prolific in publishing. Yeah, they have a. I also uh, downloaded their Castlevania book, but I haven't dipped in yet. Nice. Um, but it's it's, it's neat their approach of like taking a, a series. Like it was, I read. I'm all the way through the uh, Sierra section, mm-hmm. which is significant. It's like the first 150 pages or so of the book. Yeah. Um, but it's really interesting to see like this is how Sierra changed, mm-hmm. you know, throughout time, and this is how. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm about halfway through the uh, Lucas Arts section now. Nice, and just it's really cool to take this long long view. Yeah, how uh, how far up does it go? Um, pretty. It has a whole section on modern indie mm-hmm. adventure games and any series that have like a modern legacy. It's been covering. So I, I'm in I'm like halfway through the Monkey Island part, but they they talk about the tales from Monkey Island. 